Hello and welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Garen. I'm here with Paul. How are you? How's things? You all good? And yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Big love, like, but I'm all right. Big love, big love, Sambo. Big love, always. For That's, life. Yeah, it's bit obvious there, though. Um, so uh, what we're doing, what we're doing uh, today, we're doing, it's not quite an end of year list. Uh, maybe towards the actual end of the year, we might do a proper breakdown of it. But these are, I think we've selected. Do you know what this is? This is in case we forget. Uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Because th- this year hasn't been, it's been good for music, but it's also been a, a bad year to be a human. So uh, I don't expect everybody to keep up with what's going on. I didn't really keep up with everything that's going on. So uh, what we've done is we picked a couple of tracks or even albums that came out this year that we enjoyed. They're not necessarily the best thing that came yeah, out this year. I would have been, I would have been annoying myself to try and pick the best. So I just yeah. made the sh- a short list and I didn't Point think that, yeah. about it. Yeah, we're going to have five... Five each. Yeah. And if I started thinking about it, I had to be melted. Like, I'd yes. be like, oh, but what about that? So I just went, bingo off the top of my head. Yeah, 100%. Way to do it. Yeah, uh, I'm already looking at it going, oh, I forgot that they do. So what? I don't care. Yeah, so I'm the same. Like, pretty much everything I pulled out my hole here was stuff that I've listened to maybe more than twice, which is good, <laughs> yeah. I think, for 2020. I, I, I personally, this year, uh, sought the solace of classic songs that I have listened to for yeah, 40 years, you know. Um, there was a load of releases this year that were good. There was definitely some releases I bought. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's been a decent enough year for music. It's not amazing. But there's some decent stuff that came out. So we're going to run through five each. We're going to give you a couple of samples, which is going to uh, kill us on YouTube and every other fucking... Oh, yeah, especially because this music is new. Yeah, they don't like it when we do that. They don't like it at all. Um, oh. But whatever, you just get it on, on uh, through no one's, no one's super important or no one can hurt us as listening. So. doesn't matter. We're locked up in our houses. Um, yeah, yeah like I didn't... I, this, is the, this is the year I listened to the music the least... Because very much so. I was working on my own when I didn't really like any time I'd be have a chance to sit down and listen to an album. I was thinking, no, you need to work on your own one. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I did. I, I'd listen to fuck off. So I've loads to catch up on. But these are the ones that did get through. Yeah, me, I, I'm kind of the same. I mean, there was, I know there's <laughs> you were, three or you were four. The same. Yeah, there was three or four more acts that I could have added onto this list if we went bigger. But what's the point? We'll keep them. As I said, we may do a proper end of year review. Um, we give ourselves a bit of time to actually absorb a lot of this stuff and figure it out. But for now, whatever. We listen, we've got dogs barking, parrots screaming. Yeah, before this, before we started recording, somebody breaking is, into a neighbor's house. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> was, oh, man, I wish you could have recorded that. It was great crack. I mean, oh, obviously horrible friend. if someone's gaff does get broken into, but I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? It's a shame because we could have had maybe the first ever call to the police ever recorded on a podcast ever, maybe um, live. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, let's get straight into it. Who was your first pick for 2020 bangers? My first pick is from an album I'm really happy came out because uh, it's Deftones mm. uh, Ceremony from Arms. And when I knew Deftones were releasing an album... Um, after I found out that like their gigs were being cancelled, mm. obviously they had this ready to to pounce for all the festivals for the circuit. Was, yeah, yeah. I I was gonna go see them twice, once in Ireland and once in Belgium, and um, it was, that was the most disappointing one. Them and not seeing Fields and Eflam. Oh, whose album I have fucking delivered to me today? Very uh, nothing new one. Obviously a very old one. That's the best album released in 2020, actually. Elysium by Thing, but it's 30 years old. Yeah, but it's still released this year <laughs> on vinyl. Uh, anyway, it's um, a press or something of it. Is there a special edition? 
for an unforced, especially this an unforced repress. Mm, it's a green, lovely green oak. But uh, you can't put that on because it's 30 years old. Yeah. But um, yeah, when, when this album came out, I was thinking, like, I, I couldn't do another gore. I liked gore, but it wasn't up there with my mm. favorite albums. There's some great stuff on it. But if you listen to it over the course album, you're like, that's just a good Deftones album. But they're yeah. not a good band. They're a deadly band. Yeah. So I did listen to a lot of this album and I really, really liked it. It's, it's a complex album. I think yeah, it's it's actually for, on first listen. You're like, like the first time I heard the single albums, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, I was like me, it's, it's all right, yeah. And then listen to it more and more. I wouldn't say in the context of the album because I think it's at the start, isn't it? No, it's not the start actually. Uh, <laughs> it's the last song, it, I think. No, oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is actually right. Yeah, yeah. So put it there. That's grand. <laughs> yeah, get rid of it. Um, no, I did. I did like it, but there's something about ceremony I liked more. And uh, maybe that could change. I think that's the kind of album that the more you listen to it, you'll find songs that change. I enjoyed this album. I enjoyed albums an awful lot. Um, I remember yeah. walking around town two or three times the, the week it came out, just having it on. And there was a couple of songs I thought were like kind of suspect, like they were a bit lifty or something. And um, yeah. like uh, there was bits of other bands that I recognised in there, almost too much. But there was stuff in there that was that was gold, like gold. Yeah, Had that real... too much, but maybe if actually don't point it out to me because then I'll yeah, that yeah, yeah. Here. But uh, last a little bit of um, ceremony on there. Okay, ceremony. Right here's ceremony. Ceremony boy, Deftones. I was about to say, don't don't pull down that lever. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the, yeah, that's uh, I like it a lot. Mm. Remo- it does remind you know, not even mention it. Does remind you something? Actually, a little bit of Beatles. There's a there's a couple. Uh, there's one song that's more Beatlesy, and there's, yeah. uh, there's it, it, I'm not saying they, it, it's pure lift. They're probably common no, enough yeah. melodies, but like just yeah. in a couple of times, there's like the vocals hit a particular thing with the instrumentation. They go like. That's a bit close. That's a little yeah. close for me. I am. Um, all in all, though, that album was one of the high, musical highlights of the year. Enjoyed think, it, yeah, very me. much so. Very um, much. I have to say, like like we've already mentioned, we didn't do our best listening this year. No. We were, for whatever reason, man, it should have been the year we listened to most, but it just wasn't. Yeah. Like, we buried ourselves into music ourselves. Mm. And um, like I said, I'm the same as Gar. I just took solace and fucking listened to music that made me happy mm. and didn't stress too much about but we like i said 
we did get to, this is a good playlist and this is really what this episode is about the playlist yeah it was a gack year for just generally being alive and it doesn't lend itself to um kind of throwing music on your headphones on the way to work or whatever or sitting around the home listening to music it was to new to new things especially yeah it's so, just yeah. a st- stressful year in general so it's well, nice that was, to that to, was my first that was my first one anyway and I, I don't have much more to say about the album but just yeah we're flying through these I don't want to be getting into the history of Deftones right? no 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 point so, we'll, fl- we'll fly through so, these yeah that's who's your first song of the year my first, uh, and it's, it came out early in the year as well. It came out January seventeenth. It's uh, Eminem, the, the song Godzilla with a uh, Juice. going to say that, yeah, it's great. It's great. The, album, the whole album is super. But that, uh, like, that's that's him back to his best. I think big time. Like this was he had just a bunch of uh, producers. There was many producers on this. God, I think there might have been eight or no, sorry, sixteen producers on top of Eminem and Dr. Dre. So apparently Dre oversaw the entire thing with Eminem, but has more of a hand in like the last half of the album. But there's like 16 other people involved in making this album. So um, that's a good sign because Eminem has always suffered when he tries to do it himself. His beat management is not good. Uh, And because he's kind of stressing over the music and the things, his his rapping's not great. So his last two albums have been very much a return to form for him. This one in particular, Kamikaze before this was great. Like there was, was actually, yeah. it sounded like a hip hop album. There was scratching on it. There was all sorts going on. And it was great, but uh, this this is definitely a return to that big kind of poppy Eminem sound. He's not quite yeah. pop. He's not gangster rap. I don't know what he is. He's just Eminem. But this is well, most he, he just went return. pure pop for a while. And it was awful. Yeah, it's no awful good. stuff. Uh, this is one of the singles. This is the second single alongside Darkness, which is not a good song. I don't know why they released that as a single. Doesn't make the any first sense. Single? Yeah, it's not good. Didn't like that. Not good at all. It's about this that, album uh, is though. You, you chop a bit off this album and it's, yeah. it's absolutely banger. But yeah, yeah, I guess uh, yeah. yeah. Darkness is the first single. It's about the the shooting in Las Vegas at the country music thing or something like. So Las Vegas, I think it was. I don't know. And the video was from the shooter's perspective and all. He's trying to be. He's an old man now, and he's trying to be yeah. hang with the kids. He can't do that. He should be. He should be the guy that all the kids want to come after. You know what I mean? Like yeah. let's slag Eminem, and he comes back and kills them. Yeah, well, that's just, what was happening for a while. Yeah, yeah. it definitely was a, for a while, but that's, he should be like, like the god of rap, as he calls himself. You know what I mean? Like I saw, um, I saw a meme today actually that said Eminem came so hard at Machine Gun Kelly that he changed genres. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and Eminem didn't even come after him the second time. Like he just done one. Yeah, like, that's that's the best way to do. It. Come back if you're going to come back, but that, if dragging it on is like something like Piers Morgan would do. Yeah, just stay with Steam now. Stop. And a, a couple of people went after Eminem the same year, and he didn't, he didn't. Some of them he didn't even bother. He didn't even bother getting back to them. He was like he, whatever. He was in the middle of his own shit, releasing good music, and as well as that, he's not putting little saps on the map. Exactly. That, but that's what, one of the things that he said, I think, in, in one of his rooms, like the minute I mention your name, like you sell a hundred thousand new records, and I'm not doing that yeah. for you. You know, so this song is with Juice World, who unfortunately died. This entire album is dedicated to Juice World. Um, Juice is on the chorus to this song. Juice World be covered in a podcast a couple of months ago, died of an accidental overdose trying to, I think, hide all of his drugs on an airplane. Well, they were getting raided, and he just took them all and uh, died. Sorry, but the plan isn't it? Stupid. Yeah, Do you know what? I'm not like Jesus, I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but Juice World sounds like a 90s PlayStation game, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, fucking the sequel to Cool World. 
bam, Juice World. Yeah, featuring Fido Doido, the Seven Up logo. Like yeah. it's just, uh, um, yeah, poor El Juice. As like, far as I know, took all of I his feel, fucking his antidepressants really, at once. I feel really bad for people who get cancer and get hit by cars and stuff. But that's just a fucking stupid thing to do. Yeah, it's quite dumb. Fucking dope. Yeah, just take it on the fucking. I mean, they were all prescription gr- drugs. I don't think. Even like, if he like overdosed by accident or because he was depressed or something, but that's just like yeah. As far as I know, for a minute, I should have double checked that, but I'm almost certain it was on a private plane or a bus or something like that. And the cops were getting on, and he just fucking downed all of fucking Xanax bars and whatever he could find to not get caught. And uh, well, like I said, like I said, if that's not the case, then I take it back. That's that's how I roll nowadays. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that's how it happened. Um, but uh, I'm gonna play a bit of this song because I want to actually talk about it a little bit more. I can swallow a bottle of alcohol in a feel like Godzilla. Better hit the deck like the cartilla. My whole squad's in here walking around the party. A cross between a zombie apocalypse and Bibabita. Rain which is probably the same reason I wrestle with mania shades in this bitch. I'm posse to consider it to cost me a costly mistake if they sleep in army. The hoes better get insomnia. ADHD hydroxy cut. Pass the capacity. In AA with an AK melee, finish at it like a play date, better vacate, retreat like a vacate mayday. This beat is cray cray, Ray J, H A, H A, H A. Laughing all the way to the bank, I spray flames, they cannot tame or placate the monster. You get in my way, I'ma feed you to the monster. I'm normal during the day, but at night turn to a monster. When the moon shines like ice road truckers, I look like a villain out of those blockbusters. Like a fifth of vodka when you twist the top of the bottle, I'm a monster. You get in my way, I'm a feed you to the monster. I'm normal during the day, but at night, it's so fucking good. It's that's so class. You could just listen the rest of Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could absolutely just listen to the rest of that song. I think at the end of the song, Eminem does a verse where he beats his own world record of most amount of syllables per minute twice. Well, so yeah, he like he had a record and he beat it. And then on this, he beat it again. It was, I think he did it with Rap God, maybe. Yeah, it's Rap God, I think, was the first record breaker. Yeah. Then he done it on something on Kamikaze, I believe. And then he beats it again on this song on Godzilla at the end of it. Um. So, and he also, I think, it's at the end of the song, he does the, 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 the Chris D'Elia fucking... Yeah. Which we're not he allowed does. to deals anymore. <laughs> Chris D'Elia is not so allowed to be mentioned anymore. Yeah, yeah he, he turned out to be, I think he's pretty dodgy. It turns out he's a bit, well, apparently, allegedly... Ropey. Yeah, he I was defended. He was defended by by Joey Diaz, who also was pointed out possibly to be not ropey, but said some ropey shit. Just listen to comedians, they're ropey. Like, yeah, but I don't know. Joey Diaz could be a joke. Uh, no, they went after. Him. It was a joke that he said like ten yeah. years ago, and they went after him for that. And yeah. then, uh, they went after him for defending Chris D'Elia because they're they're mates. Like, and uh, but like at the same time though, like it's creepy. Of course it is. Like he, course, yeah. I think he said something like she was like I'm 17 as a girl I'll come back next that's creepy that's yeah creepy. listen Mad Ropey if, again allegedly I don't know the whole fucking thing I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna step back from the whole thing and go I don't like if you look at him you think he would do that though. sorry but. <laughs> maybe maybe it's the same yeah. time man look at some of the other fucking comedians like Chris Dilly is a f- decent looking man 
you know I'm not saying that fucking excuses him from any uh, any of his actions but he I looks like have trouble finding he looks like a drug evil. addict from every early 2000s film oh yeah 100% like when you kick down the door to crack down there's a crystal oh in the my corner. god <laughs> yeah exactly yeah get his, his, upside uh, down by Batman and Elaine his uh, yeah. impression of drunk girls is incredible however it seems that his treatment of drunk girls is not yeah he's also not very funny uh, as a comedian he's yeah, not great. he's just never super yeah. look yeah. if he did all that shit fucking die yeah, yeah, yeah. do a big fuck off so Eminem uh, produced World off the album Music to be More the Boy January 17th uh, as with Kamikaze there was no uh, announcement that the album was going to come out it was just going to come out yeah um, apparently this week um, or we're recording this now for next week so in theory between us recording this and this going out the rumour is that there's another album dropping uh, this Friday for us last Friday for the people listening there's a rumour yeah. that there's another one being dropped uh, I don't like the rumours it's just like when it comes up it's deadly yeah exactly that's some uh, hopefully that, that's that's the case um, so yeah two in a row for Eminem yeah so that's two in a row after a, a bad run of records for Eminem like. oh like we're talking four or five I think it was yeah real like that, bad really. so that's two solid ones so fingers crossed that if he does drop a, a tour them before the end of the year for free um, then God damn! Because I I haven't bought Kamikaze or this on vinyl yet, and they're absolutely on my list. No, I thought you would have. No, I forgot. I, I actually haven't because the record shops closed so quick in March. I really oh, haven't yeah. been in any record shops. I was in one once, and I could order online, but I like going in and just picking it up because I, you never. Mm. I hate buying one record. It's it's a rule of mine that I won't buy one record. I have to buy two, at least two. I hate going home with one record. I feel like a sap. Yeah, I can see what you... I think having one record, yeah, because you come back and go, there's my one record. Yeah, what am I going to do, Bray? There's half an hour. One record, Exactly, it's bullshit. And there's something about, if you're going to be dropping, you're going to drop, say, 29.99 or 30 quid on a record, you're going to find something old that you want that's, like, 20 quid. Just just make make it 50 quid. Just spend the 50 quid and get two LPs out of it. You know what I mean? And you go home then, what you get? Records, as opposed to a record, like a sad cunt. Like... There's nothing worse than buying one record. Unless it's like launch day or something like that, or you're buying like, you know, a deluxe box set or something. That's fine. But buying a yeah. record, I don't know. Like Elvis shop, ordering online, fine. No problem. Just pick and choose. Yeah, there's not that much sniper. Sniper. I know what you mean though. And they go in and they come out one record. Yeah, because you go, this is looking. the one record I would like yeah. to buy today. How much is this record? I've been saving <laughs> up my lunch money. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I can't do it. You have to be like a real human. You go to the record shop and you're digging. Because who the fuck goes into like Spin Dizzy or Tower Records or whatever? Who goes in and just goes straight to the shelf, picks up the one thing they want and straight to the counter to buy it? That's a mutant. There's something wrong with that person. You have to have dig. And you're going to find I've something. Never, I've never in my life gone in with grab the one record and come No, you have to have a look, you know. First oh, of all, if they have like a bargain bucket, you have a look in there because the amount of stuff I've picked up oh, everywhere is yeah. like bargain baskets that like the shop just can't sell like because no one else knows what it is but I know what it is mm. so I'm buying it for a tenner. I'll have that. That's like, like Dr. John and H- HMV's one before. Exactly. We're looking online for uh, his first album and it was like 39.99 delivered yeah. and I went into the HMV and they had it down from 35 to 12 99 I was like there you go <laughs> Gra- exactly you fucking ages. this is one of the best albums ever made are you fucking <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, got the, I got the instrumental version of uh, the Deltron 3030 album for 8 euro out of Tower Records one day like yeah, in their bargain yeah. bucket like yeah. give me that that's fucking that's amazing shit. imagine walking away from that no. imagine like you literally go back the next day if you didn't buy it if you didn't oh. buy Friday like Friday night you'd be sweating oh I wonder if it's still there tomorrow 
Like you'd be pro- programming like your a, day. A bag of chips is like eight quid now, so like, something like that. <laughs> bag of chips and a can of coke is a tenner. Anyway. <laughs> I tell you that much. Anyway, that was Eminem with uh, Juice World and Godzilla. Uh, who's your next one? My next one is the song "Gospel for a New Century" by Eve's Tumor. Mm. Uh, I've talked about Eve's Tumor a lot. Um, they've come up a few times. Yeah. In podcast, I think this is the tour time I've mentioned them. Mm. I think I know I, I put one on a the, few times. Yeah. I put put one on a, a thing for you to listen to on the. That's right. Songs for each other. Mm. Uh, but I was really blown away by that album. That was the 2008 album, the 18 album, Safe in the Hands of Love. And it's just like, I remember reading the interviews going, this is way better than all their other stuff. Like, if you yeah, go back yeah, and yeah. the other stuff, um, it's not like this at all. And then out of the blue, they just released this absolute classic. Mm. And I was thinking, I wonder will the next album be good? And I completely forgot it was coming out. And I just saw it on a thing. It was like, Eve's Tumor, like 9.1 out of 10. I was like, oh! Jimmer's a new album. Yeah, give me that. So I checked it out and they've done an absolutely savage job on it. Um, this is, I was trying to get the genre before I realized that this is a project just from one person. That is, right, yeah, I remember you telling me this. Yeah. That is, um, it's just stupid to try and talk about the type of music it is. Yeah. It's like uh, on the outskirts, outside, it's, Actually, there's no one. Once you start mixing Jordan's scale, you sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah. So just, I would say, just stick it on. Yeah, and, let's and have let, a... pe- let people decide. I know there's like soul in there, and it's a bit of pop, and there's a bit of. There has been hip hop and other songs, not so yeah. much in this one. Because I enjoyed the last uh, few bits and bobs he gave us to it. Listen to. Gospel for a New Century from East Jumma from that's the 2020 album um, Heaven to a Tortured Mind it's great it's really good it reminds me of it could be like if you're into Tyler the Creator and Kid Cudi but also like fucking Beastie Boys honestly yeah, like, it's, it, 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 to me it sounds like what would happen if Prince made an album with a hip hop producer yeah possibly yeah he has, yeah. it has a bit of touch of Prince to it yeah. which is good um, they're based in Italy now, but they're from right. Florida and are heavily influenced by Throbbing Gristle. I didn't expect Mental. that to be the name to pop out, but uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I remember they were talking about their upbringing, like, and it was in Florida. They were just like, yeah, I won't be living here. Yeah, no, it's not for no, me. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, the outfits, check, just, if you type in Eve's humor, watch how many outfits and looks they've gone through. We're talking like Grace Jones one day, like fucking mm. trick, tricky the next. It's yeah. brilliant. And the music is just fantastic. I just love any time they come out with a new album now, even though it's only the last two. Mm. But the first one, I remember seeing it on a review of it, and I was like, that's a mad looking album cover. Yeah. It looked like a sort of tall gremlin or something. I don't know what it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, but look, I'm glad to have Eve's Jimmer on the list. Anyway, I'll always promote their stuff when it's this good. Um, who's your next one? Uh, my next one is Viagra Boys. With uh, Swedish, are they? Swedish, yeah, they're from Stockholm. Yeah, um, by saying they're from Stockholm, Sweden, that is exactly half of the information I have to give you about Viagra Boys uh, today. <laughs> I only um, know that song, Sports, which Sports, is a great Sports is, is, is good. Um, the, the first album is fantastic. This came out, they released, they're supposed to have an album this year. I don't know if it's gonna come out, I might get pushed back. They released a couple of singles and some little mini EPs and stuff like that this year, but they released a single uh, with this song, a song called Creatures and Ain't Nice. I think that's like meant to be a double A side, but right. Viagra Boys are they're mad weird, man. I don't, I don't know how, yeah. how to pigeonhole them because each song is very different. It's almost like Talking Heads meets Blondie meets Turbo Negro or something. It's But they look sometimes like, uh, what's that stupid South African band? Oh, um, that you love. Diane Vid. Yeah, Diane Wood. There's yeah. something about when I looked at the picture of them, I was like, maybe it's one video I saw that reminded me of that. They look a but bit it, like, like drug dealers in the 80s sometimes. Yeah, like, so that look, but except their music is good. I'm like, Diane yeah. Vid. Yeah, it's, it's all very kind of bass-driven, post-punky kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. But cool. like post-punk now... In, in 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 the kind of this late two thousands, whatever the fuck it is we're living in, um, but what, what, how would you even you say this? You, well, first of all, you can't really call, say post punk anymore. It's it's, it's, it's that, so weird. That has, a, that has a time, like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how post is it? Yeah, exactly. Is it post to the power of five? Punk? So let, like, let that go because it's in the style of that. But if you move it on so much that it yeah. doesn't sound like post punk anymore. Then it's post, 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 post punk. Exactly. Yeah, so. Like every, everything in theory is post punk. Like so, post punk is too cool of a name to let go, though. It is People really won't cool. Let it go. They won't let it go. It is really cool. Um. So yeah, this came out this year. At some point, I couldn't even find what date this came out on. To be honest, with you. I couldn't even find it online. Any the, the actual date. I just now came out this no, year. We need to know the date. I know it's <laughs> disgraceful. Um. So formed in, in Stockholm, two thousand and fifteen. Um. It's the same lineup since the get go. I'm gonna play a bit of them here now because I fuck all else to talk about. I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> That's well. It's about the playlist, isn't it? Exactly.
So yeah, it's it's. I don't, even, I don't know what to call it. Like the electro electro white stripes or something. I don't know. It's mad. It weird. sounds. I like it sounds it. like the hives meet cake. Yeah, meets, I don't know something else. Which but is yeah. great. All the lyrics are brilliant. Those lyrics are great. Fantastic, man. That, that's Everything clearly about been. like an absolute bum who moves around between girlfriends and goes, I've got all this shit to bring into Exactly. Yeah. My collection of vintage calculators. <laughs> deadly. That sounds like yeah. a song about me. That, that, or me. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love those bass sounds. I knew it was, ah, it's, so it's going to be Swedish punk related. It's going to have a deadly bass line. That sans amp on the fucking bass. That yeah. D.I.D. Uh, fucking electric bass with a sans amp in between yeah. it it's rawr, 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 but even the, the way it's written that's all oh, I yeah. know it's cliche but that shit comes from ABBA oh yeah like Vule Vuno that's, mm. those, dude, those dirty bass lines are amazing they drive a song like that 100% there's fuck, There's nothing else going on in that song but a bit of bleepy bloopy stuff <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? and it works really well you don't miss anything else yeah, um, no, anyway sorry. that's that's Viagra Boys I hope everybody listens to Viagra Boys because they need more that their Wikipedia entry and their online presence need to be needs to be expanded so we can talk about them more. Yes. And, uh, that's only going to happen if more and more people listen to the, them. the modern day uh, Electric Six, probably. Probably, yeah, probably. Um, who was your next one? My next one is Denise Chayla, and I think that's how you pronounce it because she has an entire song dedicated to people mispronouncing their name. But does she say it right? Isn't it? No. All right, but there you go. That's fucking brilliant. Though, fault, that should be the chorus. No, I think it is, yeah. Um, she is a, a Zambian Irish rapper who started starting her career in Limerick. She's so good. She really, really is. She has that thing where you hear one song by an artist and go, oh, they have it. Yeah. Not just they have it. And um, I heard I heard one song. I can't remember what it was. I think it was Hopper Bullet. I was like, mm. yeah, that's really good. Um, and then I heard Holy Grail because I saw the video. It was probably on Nyla or something because Nyla's mm. very, very cool. Yeah, but he's up to date on everything. <laughs> he's very cool. Yeah. Very cool, Nyla. But uh, like, really did, really did you like big this. Love Nyla, big love for Nyla, there. Big love, Sambo. Uh, no, they're mixing two different things again. Now, not like Jesus. No, the, like do genuinely love yeah. stuff I see on that. It's real good to look at Nyla if you want to see what's happening right now. Mm. And that's why I'm sort of up to date with a lot of stuff. Some of it I found myself through different means, but the only person. Yeah, yeah. Doing it, you know, but I did. To be honest, would you see the Holy Grail video uh, on his site? And I was like, "Fuck, that's a deadly video, and it's a mm. deadly song." Like we discussed before on the radio show, I think not the best production on that song. No, no, sounds a bit. I was listening to it today. It's a bit bedroom. It was going to go in, and then I remembered that I liked On Shaw this song yeah. more. And uh, there's very few songs called On Shaw, yeah. so um. This is really, really good. And this is from the album Go Bravely from this year. So there's a bit more production gone into mm. it. Um, I can't remember the crew that produces their stuff for the record label or something like that. But um, some of it is different. Like anyone starting off, the difference in the production is going to be different. But this is, this is crystal clear and sounds great. Really? Um, just check out the lyrics. I think a lot of people are going to appreciate these lyrics. They're, they're the kind of lyrics that you, you hear other people doing but are trying too hard. But yeah. this is how it should be done. Right. And in the song, she references stuff like um, she talked about video games a lot, and yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. But um, check it out anyway. It's, it's really right, here we go. If you're looking for your black James Bond on show, Spice Talks Taxi by the Central on show, Sailor Moon remixed by Fela, Say moi, I'm not a queen, I'm a pharaoh show. Your black James Bond on show. Queen, I'm a pharaoh. Call CNN, NBC, Sky News, someone call the BBC. 
of your juju. Can't touch my shaka suitu. My little brother could suit you with two good minutes and a little Google search. Realize that I'm woke, but I'll take a nice nap. Don't sleep on me, but I bite back. Run as an axe, I don't lack in good advice. Even my vices can't hold me back. I've done all the side quests, all the sound checks. Vision is high res, racking up mileage. Everything I said, I still stand by. I don't, I don't know, I don't stand by. Check myself, I've got to get my mind right. Can't be looking like dial up, I'm Wi Fi. Won't stay courtside, won't make a call sign. Pen is a gold mine, I am not inclined to stop now that I've started. Backtrack, sidestep, or half hearted. Couldn't predict this if you need to chart it. Can't navigate my stars and no one can bar it. I'm your black James Bond, unshot. Spice box taxi by the central, unshot. Sailor Moon remixed by Fela. Same why, I am not a queen, I'm a pharaoh, shot. Your black James Bond, unshot. Spice box taxi by the central, unshot. Sailor Moon very cool yeah it has a little bit of the next band actually at the start of yeah, it that could yeah. be the next band that we're about to play at the start of it with that kind of Daphne minor uh, change and it's it's really really nice yeah the um, hook is, so, is Daphne yeah it's, it's, it yeah. sounds real cool I like that a lot so this year was the year she really started to blow up because yeah. Irish, Irish rap is becoming a really really big thing it's a big deal if I'm, now. if I'm being honest with you I like some of it yeah. some of it I just find not, I'm not really into it. I don't know what it is about it, but it's mm. a lot of people singing about the exact same things. Yeah. Yep. And it's some of it is politically charged, which is obviously definitely not a problem for me. I like listening to it if it's worded well and not just forced in. Yeah. And then there's too much of that big love shit. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking just loving our mates. Big love your mates. Yeah. Love your mates. I don't know what I do without my mates. Like, I was in a hole. I was in a hole. I didn't know what to deal with. Then one of my mates came and we just... Mates. Uh, me big, and my mates. Big mates. Love for my big mates and love for my small mates. But as long as yeah. the love is big, yeah. that's grand and all. I just don't feel anything from that. Maybe I'm too old and cynical. But I don't know. When someone's mentioned talking about spars and spice boxes, but not in a fucking versatile Yeah. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah cheesy Irish rap kind of way yeah. I don't know I believe it, everything that comes out of her mouth I really do I think she's great yeah I um, think it, 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 it comes across as definitely a, a kind of from the heart thing anyway that, that sounds great I'm she's, into that. she's, she's going to be huge absolutely yeah. huge outside of Ireland I, I really really feel it Fingers so this crossed. is uh, this is from the Go Bravely thing she was on the Late Late Show a while ago and she was great on that and she played the National Concert Hall she's really blown Deadly. that is yeah okay Deadly. Uh, next one is, as you said, uh, uh, not a million miles away. It's Run the Jewels from RTJ4. Yeah, just the feeling of that last song. Yeah. Still could have LP coming in. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, so I picked Goonies versus ET, which is not the best song on the album. Uh, but it's a good sum up of the album, I think. Because um, that, that, uh, we've talked about it before. The first Run the Jewels album is alright. The second one's fucking amazing. The third one's alright. This one's amazing. So they definitely yeah. have second album syndrome. Yes. And like like Ice T. No, yeah, Ice yeah. Cube. Ice T? Yeah, Ice, Ice T. Both of them, to be honest with you. To be brilliant. Yeah, this is their you. this is their second best album. <clears throat> um Ice T with Body Count most certainly. Um yeah. was every second album of a forced and toured and so on. But um yeah, it's there's a lot going on in this album. It's very it feels different from the four second and toured because they're they're exploring a couple of different avenues. Now this album came out um, it was the tour of June. It was supposed to come out on the fifth of June, but they released it a couple of days earlier because of the uh, police uh, brutality protests that were going on. That's that were going on. And as with all Run the Jewels albums, they're releasing for free on their album on their website. 
So on release day, you can go there and just download it. And you can give them a few quid if you want, or you don't have to. And then if you really like it, you just go and you buy a physical copy of it. That's the way it works. Yeah. Um, went, they're, they're, they're not cheap physical copies, but they are not. I paid extra this time around because I actually like this one. So I went out and I bought the Super Deluxe version, which is like four LPs. Right. Uh, the album split over two and the instrumental split over two and they're like on gold record and it's just a great little package for like 49 quid or something it was it was cheap for what it was I've done that before I've done oh, it yeah. with Christine and the Queen's album when she released uh, her album double album not double album sorry double LP like mm. as in two sides and then the French full French version in another separate thing, mm. and that wasn't it. It was like thirty quid. Actually, she nearly made it onto this list today, but because uh, mm. we have only got five songs each. Yeah, yeah exactly. sometimes you do have to just put. If it's an album you really like, go for it. Because I bought a good I version. I could be out of press in the two years. Oh, yeah. No, certainly. No, certainly. Like, like all these um, special editions and all, they're all limited. Like the, mm. it's just the way it works. There's no point in flooding the market. You're, you're, like realistically, you want to sell hundreds of thousands of base copies you want to sell the bog standard ones but it'd be nice to sell like 10 to 15 percent of that number in deluxe editions as well you know that's cause, like the pressing the pressing uh plant is working anyway you might as well might as yeah. well get them to run off a couple of extras and just throw them in a different package yeah. um so like i said tour to june supposed to come out the fifth free on that website produced by lp and by josh home from queens of stone age uh, yeah. he was on a song there's a lot of guests on this now I don't know why Josh Hong gets a production credit on it maybe he was involved in production of the song that he's on um, because he's down as a, as a producer on the album which maybe is very unusual a, maybe that was a deal they were like maybe because um, a lot of people on this album there's a bunch of them like what, you got DJ Premier 2 Chains Pharrell Williams Zach De La Rocca, Josh Hong is on the ASAP Ferg like the list goes on and on and on um, yeah. I was really surprised at how good this album was it it was shockingly good because if if you remember they released one song like a month in advance with a video and yeah. I can't remember what song it was it wasn't great I can't remember and, and, and you know what I heard that song when I stuck that album went banger and then I was like I'm not looking forward to when that uh, that single comes onto the album yeah. it'll take it back and I was like oh, you've already heard it it's already been played I'm like yeah I think I just had preconceptions I think so as well I wanted something and I didn't get it but then when I listened to it in the context of the album it, it worked yeah absolutely you know, fine really RTG RTJ3 was a bit of a letdown it, yeah. half of it was super and half it was shite like it wasn't even that the rest of it was okay yeah it was an, you're right it's annoying shite as well yeah. it was like that's fucking listen to going, That what is this that's yeah. not good no good so LP produced let's discount Josh Hahn he's a prick let's discount him from the whole thing we've already talked about him last week um, or two weeks ago uh, so LP produced the whole thing I, I watched this uh, I watched a documentary about they do this like one hour song thing on YouTube or one of those and basically they get all these different producers together to make a little mini show about them and they give them like $50 to go into a second hand record shop and pick up a couple of records and bring them back to their studio and they have like an hour or two to try and make a song out of the samples that they cut off these records that they buy in a second-hand shop. Yeah. And uh, I, I watched the LP one. It's very interesting. Like, it's got this weird studio, and it's not a million miles away from like, what me and you have. It's I've just seen this studio. Yeah. It's tiny little yeah, corner. It's just, of a fuck, yeah. it's just a little room with like cables and like everything held together with duct tape and broken shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at it going, like, that's not, like, holy shit, he's making, like, they're definitely recording the vocals and stuff in a proper studio. But, like, oh, yeah, of course. He's banging the rest of the music, like, together 
in his fucking house with all this junk that he's buying and yard yeah. sales and secondhand shops. Actually, we don't know if they're doing the vocals in a big high-end studio. But they don't, vocals are something that can be done oh, yeah, well in a small... Yeah. If you're a good producer, you could do it on your fucking phone and make it make the whole album sound like that and just say that's a feature of the album. You know, there's ways of doing this. But I watched this documentary... Danzig, someone should tell him. <laughs> said they just hired a lads who work in the guitar centre around the corner. Yeah, um, brutal. But yeah, yeah, watching LP doing this is very interesting. He just, he literally, what he does is... Uh, he had a couple of records underneath. He'd never heard them. He just grabbed a few, put them under his arm, went into a shop. He bought a box of smokes and a, a can of beer. And he's like, that's, I'm going to write a song now with this box of smokes and a can of beer. And he just right. goes in, lights up a smoke, starts putting records on and like jumping around the record till he finds a little loop and he records it directly onto a keyboard. Like it doesn't go through a computer. Directly right. into the memory on a keyboard so he can pitch it instantly there and then. And very interesting watching him work. And by the end of it, he's like, that's really good. I might use that in the next album. <laughs> like, like he just has the ear for it, you know? So, oh, yeah. Um, this, I'm going to play a bit of this Goonies versus E.T. Cool. song. I like uh, this song, yeah. I like it, but the name is better than the actual song. Uh, it's a great name. But the song is... Uh, there's better songs on the album. I just think this is, a, is good, yeah. this is a good balance of what's going on. Maybe if I had another chance, I would give another chance to you. If I make another wish, I'll wish for a wish for you. For you? Hey. One, two. E-Cad, you heard of these lads. The myth that we made a grip, never broke dick. Truly the Cadillac, I had to contract L's on a quick. Dick them up, slick, talk of no tricks. It's the funniest shit. Finally, the money up and print on the kid, and the planet hit skits. Living in a valley of flames, like I win. Skyline of blaze, and a bomb rock pick. You don't want to acknowledge the wrong, give a shit, never nigh. You can talk to me fine when I'm gone. Bad news, bearing along with big claws, trying to hold a whole lives in his paws and applaud. Swear to goddamn, the whole city, i make a poor man's heart. We got scars for hearts. Shit for eyes, baby, living in a one-chance lot, so I stick to the heart. Oh my God, I'm old to mag, cash back, running through bed, so I hope it don't crash. Ten a song, motherfucker, bring it up fast. Be alone, I'm a home and I can, and then dash. Fuck y'all got another planet on stash. Far from the fact that the flames of our trash. That is not snow, it is ash, and you gotta know the past. Gotta rap, it's a love of all mad, but I promise. Baby, if I had another chance, I would give another chance to you. So it's kind of sparse for a Run the Jill song. Like it's not full of mad synthy madness like they usually yeah, but are. The, the the bits that they're using there are of super high quality and they yeah. mix well. It's like yeah. it could be, it could be uh, one of those things that like Brian Eno does, where he fills it up and then just takes back what's not yeah, needed. Exactly. Peel the onion. The yeah. Peel the onion. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of the album. I really did. Um, like I said, they released a bit early oh, because of the, the protests and the, they had songs in there that were applicable to what was happening around the world. So we're like, yeah. get it the fuck out right now. Right now. Right this moment. Because I mean, like I said, they were releasing it for free uh, months before it was ever going to have a physical release. Anyway, so what's the difference? Yeah. You just press the button on the fucking website two days early. No one's going to lose any sleep over it, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. um, so good. Anyway, that was uh, Run the Jewels with Goonies versus ET off RTJ4. Um, I was glad that they didn't say RTJ as much as they Six did. Six million the tour per, per song. The tour on every song, oh, they'd say RTJ at least 10 times per song. And it was. RTJ. It was yeah. torture. Torture, yeah. like because you know, especially when the song wasn't good, you're like, lads, you're, you're really ramming home that your name is yeah. on this and it's not good. Mm. Yeah, 
It's obviously in case it gets used in an ad or a TV show or a which movie, every which song used. that they ever did was released. They're, they're in everything now. Yeah, exactly. Every television show, there'll be a sneaky. It could be a Victorian fucking serial killer show, yeah. and there'll be a, a fucking Run the Jewels song in there somewhere. So they have to squeeze in an RTJ somewhere. Just and it's always Killer Mike. It's always Killer Mike. I think he just uh, uses it as a no, space I killer. I, I think. Uh, I think you can hear. LP saying it quite a bit on the really? Hmm. Yeah. But either way, it's not necessary to remind. Overkill. It's not fucking Jason Derulo, like Derulo. Exactly. We know, man. We know. DJ Kali. DJ Kali. Or, or we don't need to know that they're from California. Like, uh, yeah. oh god, they're not from California. They're Chicago, but yeah, something same same thing over and over again. In the song, like a trademark, like relatively yeah. Rivers or Derulo. Because I think isn't LP is from New York and Killer Mike's from Atlanta. Atlanta so, yeah. yeah, so they're kind of like this weird cross state. Um, I stopped buying bottles of water. I'm I'm refilling a Brita filter thing and bringing it up. We do that. It's pound of bollocks. It's too many moving parts. I just want the bottle. I just picked the bottle and drink it. Now I've got like a fucking thing with filter in it with lid and a mug and I hate it. it. Brita makes some nice water taste nice though. This one actually right now doesn't even have a, a filter in it. I have to buy a new filter. I took the filter out because I didn't use it for like six months. I was like, that's just going to have fucking a lot of stuff in it. So yeah, I, just, don't, I, don't I threw it out. Uh, I would have started tripping balls um, on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, that's Run the Jills. Who's your next one? My next one is a weird one. It's something I would never normally cho- choose for any of our podcasts. But uh, it's one of the last songs I played um before I stopped DJing in clubs mm. like cl- club music. So this is this is a super popular song this year with like teenagers. And it is um Roses. It's a Saint John song remixed by Amanabek. Mm. And it's mad when I I heard about this, right? Because mm. I check, had to check the charts every week when I was doing that kind of work. And one out of uh, shit you know, one out of every Hundred songs is good. It's acceptable. Yeah. Is it, is, <laughs> yeah. No, one out of fifty is acceptable. Yeah. One out of a hundred is actually good. Yeah. And like that Vin Diesel song. Which oh wow, that's so shit. <laughs> yeah, but there was a couple of songs out into in twenty twenty that were actually good. Yeah. That I could play like "Blinded by the Light" by uh, the Weekend is a really, really, really good song. He's riding the fucking synthwave coattails again, yeah. but to be honest with you, it's good. And there was a Medusa track piece of your heart which was mm. really good but I remember I sometimes what I would do is and you probably did the same just play the song blind uh, when you, uh, all you, the time when you see when you're like when you don't care and you know that this song is number one so this song I think went to number one in Ireland mm. I'm almost sure and I remember coming in one time and I hadn't done any of my fucking check up what's the name yeah. and I just looked at the BPM yeah fuck it bang played it yeah fire and I forget. God, I went holy shit that's fucking deadly like it's <laughs> deadly Hmm. So it's a remix. I'd love to know what the original one was. So I went yeah. back to listen to the original. Ugh. Really? So St. John is this American Ghanaian rapper. Yeah. And uh, it's okay. Like, he's very good at that kind of style. I would never, ever listen to this. So that's really Spelling well. of his name bothers the life out of me. Yeah. I mean, you have to do that. I used to, I used to, I used to do that. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's like St. John and it's S-A-I-N, all capital, and then lowercase T and then capital J-H-N. Yeah, well, like Fuck I didn't off. pick this song for him at all. Yeah, at all. It's and his you're song, you're not yeah, we'll play before we do. We'll play the uh, we'll play the remix for us because yeah. if you play it the other way around, this sounds like a shitty remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, this is done by 
No, you know, we'll play the song first. This is a remix of a, a, a hip hop song. Okay. But when I went back to listen to the hip hop song, I was actually like blown away by how good this remix was of a song that wasn't very good. Okay, so you want to play the remix first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let me hit it here. Fat synth, the f- so far. Now, if you go down to if you go down to his regular one, right? Now look yeah. at the difference in the plays. Yeah, it's substantial. Right? Now, fair play to him. Seventy-eight million versus though. However, oh, I one one, one billion. Yeah, yeah. there's a there's a big difference there's a, there. There's a billion plays on this remix. Yeah, is that a billion? Am I reading that right? Or is that a million? Yeah, no, it's a million zeros. Like fucking a Jesus. billion. That's how big this song is. And, and his he had version, to share it with your man, sickener. Yeah, but here's the deal. I'll get into it afterwards. Right? Listen to this original version, right? Just the original and, one in here. It's 78, yeah. yeah? Right, let's just yeah. play this. So you can hear it sort of in the same key, yeah. yeah. Rose, I walked in the corner with the body screaming, daughter. No interest. No, knock it off, knock it off. Don't yeah. care. Yeah, it's just you like, knock her. There's loads of that. I do look, like. Look back to that real quick, real quick. The the fucking. Ding, 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 ding. Banger. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that. Right, you know, so Kanye chipmunk effect. Yeah, it's. I swear to God, like when I heard that, I was like, oh shit, that's not like a girl singing. That's yeah. that was pitched up so high. It just sounds mm. naturally like that. So that is done by. The remix is done by a man Beck who is a 20 year old, 19 at the time, 19 mm. at the time, uh, Kazakhstan DJ. Wow. So here's the thing, right? Like, I would never listen to that song. And clearly, a billion takeaway, 78 million wouldn't divide her. Yeah. Listen to that song um, if it wasn't for this remix. Now, yeah. I know it's dance music, but some dance music is just fucking good and I like it. I don't yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, right? He. He reached out to him loads of times telling him, well, I've got this remix for you. I've mm. got this remix. Man, no reply, no reply. So your man 
I don't know whether he just got the rights to release it or what, yeah. but it just fucking shot to fame. I bet and you just got onto the publishing company and just fucking I think so. got the rights to do it. Yeah, I think they went, they listened to him. That's actually all right. Here's the thing, though. He'll never be able to sing that remix nope. version. No, nope. because it's because it's pitched so yeah. high. Yeah, I love it. I just love that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying like you have to answer every single email from a 20 year old. No, but fucking pay attention. I've sent some emails on our behalf, right? This is stupid. I've sent emails on our behalf and DMs on Twitter and Facebook and fucking Instagram and all to a couple of people that uh, me and you have talked about getting us guests on here before. That would be perfect. And it would, we'd benefit from it and they'd benefit from it. And we have, like, I have connections that I know that they're looking for as well that I can give them you know what I mean and they, they're not even they're just not bothering like some of them I've seen as being read but most of them aren't like I get it you know what I mean you're, you're inundated yeah. with messages but like give it a quick scan if it's like if it starts <laughs> off at like I'm such a big fan thank you very uh, thank you very much move on next one but if it says like fucking how are you I run this fucking podcast and I'm, I have something you're looking for like you can see it you don't even have to open the fucking email you can see it in the front line you know what I mean? I have the, yeah. the messages designed with that. I, like, I, I get it. But like, we're dealing with like Irish people here. It's not like... You know, and, and some Irish websites go, oh, if you put... If it's an Irish release in the title, it would be fast-tracked and for definite consideration. <clears throat> Just saying. Uh, and it's not. <laughs> and it's not. But luckily, we have we have some people uh, on site that help us out a little bit. Because the release... It simply was good, you know what I mean? But yeah. we are old, we don't wear a lot of colour and we don't sing about Big Love. So we're, our chances now were, were slim. But Maybe it's good we should see. do a Big Love song together, me and you. Yeah. A big... Oh, man, no, I don't want to say We should do it. No, no. I'm gonna be, I was about to just... You know, you don't want to get better, but you're just like, fuck, it's man. too like, late, man. It's not just my friends that liked uh, our stuff or your stuff. No, actually, I'm looking at looking at the stuff again. That was like... <laughs> But I've forgotten something that happened in Ireland. And I, you know what, though? Let the kids have the fucking... I mean, absolutely. I just think <laughs> we should, me and you should do a big love song for the crack and save a Big ones. love. Big and love. Not, not put only any pictures of ourselves. Like, at all. We come up no, with some sort of alter ego. Not at all. And if it is, we'll have to wear, like, a very colourful tracksuit. Grant. I'll do and get, get a bit of a fucking chopped up haircut with... Grant. Bleach in it, real hard like a bowl haircut. That's coming back. <laughs> anyway, that's my little touch of it. I'm all going with it because we did have we did have some really good people, and mostly fucking people we know that, yep. that helped us out. Absolutely. But um, I just thought it was really really interesting that he released that without the knowledge or consent of this Saint John guy, and I'm really hoped that I listened to another few of his remixes of this Amanda kid. And there are all. Inf- I don't know where he's why he's picking these songs mm. because they're not really that good. But he makes these little bangers out of them. And that was that reminds me. It just it, just, it has good memories of one of the last songs they found before mm. lockdown that people I saw people dancing like mad to. Yeah, which is is a weird thing you just don't see anymore. Mm. Anyway, that was uh, Roses by. Oh, I'm just gonna say the Amanda Beck remix. Mm. Who's your next one? My next one is Armored Saint. Uh, like an old metal band from that formed in 1982. That, but, but when I was a young fella, they were still kind of doing the rounds. Uh, they were kind of going on hiatus as I was getting into metal in like yeah. the early 90s. But like the music was around. I mean, it's bands that broke up in the fucking 60s that we listened to, so it doesn't matter. But I was, I always kind of like Armored Saint, but I never went down the Armored Saint kind of 
uh, rabbit hole of listening to all their albums all the all the time. I only really my ears kind of pricked up when the singer from Armored Saint John Bush took over and was singing in Anthrax for a while, and they released a new album this year. So yeah. they went on hiatus when John Bush joined uh, Anthrax, and then Anthrax went on hiatus in like the late nineties, and Bush got armor tank back together again to do like a once-off gig and it went particularly well and they done a couple of tours banged out a couple of albums they banged out two albums in the last like 20 years and one live album including this one and this one's called punching the sky it came out in october 20 tour and it's really good like it's disgustingly good it's very i think you i think you played this i might have played for, either for this me, one or one of the other ones for me at some it. stage oh no it wasn't this one it wasn't the end of attention span. Um, like these are all kind of five six seven minute long songs that are very much in that kind of 90s metal uh, master puppets era kind of music like it's that yeah it, it, this definitely fits in with your Megadeths and your Anthraxes and your Exoduses and your fucking all that kind of stuff. It definitely fits in there. Uh, it's metal, but it's not like it's not Sepultura metal. It's uh, let can, me play uh, a little bit of it because it's it's surprisingly good and it's surprisingly catchy. So there you go. It's like it's heavy kiss kind of Ozzy Osbourne. Like it. It's great. Like it. Bill and Ted music, man. I'm all over it. <laughs> it is, uh, except there's no good songs in Bill and Ted. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, even though he had Kid Cut, that's fucking annoying. I didn't even thing. use him. He just said la 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 at the end of that yeah. film, and then they, yeah. he went back in time or whatever. There's been a few armor saints. There's so there's Joan of Arc. Uh, yes. So, oh, Saint Michael the Archangel, who's yeah. badass. Jesus, you know what? I am absolutely not religious, and I don't even like religious iconography even though half of it is very cool hey well, like saint michael and gabriel and all them boys all the lads with armor and swords are pretty cool yeah. to be fair to them yeah exactly Ga- th- gabriel did as well surely didn't he uh i don't know i don't know actually i think gabriel might have been a little bit of was, a was gabriel gabriel was like the most pious one who fought the demons and gabriel guarded the gates or something wasn't it i can't I I think think that's voice that's saint michael. i think that's saint michael with the oh, big fucking can't remember. one of them is like a demon hunter one of them's a demon hunter archangel is the coolest word ever in it Archangel, he's like, one of the honestly, best X Men as well. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. So that there's Armored Saints for you. Though, I know that's the, that's the most I know about Armored Saints. Let's say Joan, yeah, Joan of Arc, and yeah. 
Michael, I can tell yeah. you that this, um, we talked last week about uh, difficult to work with. And one of the people brought up was Dave Mustaine. One of the guys yeah. in Armored Saints had a big row. Uh, this is a very interesting story. There was bad blood between Armour Saint and Metallica slash Megadeth for a long time because apparently all the lads used to hang out because Armour Saint are from LA and so were Metallica, obviously, and Megadeth and all that kind of shit. And um, apparently what happened was they used to all go out drinking together and whenever uh, Motorhead Ace of Spades came on, being fucking metal and me heads, they all used to start to be dogpiled. They all started jumping on top of each other, you know? Right. And one of the lads... One, what was it happened? So fucking, they're all pointing on top of each other, and one of the lads jumped on top of on top <laughs> of Lars Ulrich, and Lars thought that Lars thought that he was actually he was like screaming, so you're, you're hurting me or something like that. And Davis <laughs> name was pissed. Davis <laughs> name thought that your mama is attacking Lars Ulrich, and he was in Metallica right. for him, and he fucking he jumped up in the air and came down your man's leg and broke his ankle in half on purpose. Oh, fuck. and stopped them from playing for months so there was bad blood oh, Jesus, um, yeah. between them for a while but they're over it now because they all, they all swapped like, I think they are the same basis basis he ended up joining Anthrax and um, obviously Metallica asked John Bush to join Metallica um, at the start as well they also asked yeah. I think they asked your man from from Armored Saint to join as well um, uh, after after fucking Borton died and they're all tied in together you know what I mean but Armored Saint are one of the lowest on the totem pole of that kind of trashy classic metal type of band so yeah like a lot of time for them yeah like metal DJ Fridays but never I think maybe in the early 2000s there might have been a song I played by them definitely yeah because they, they they came out in the early 2000s they put out a lot of they re-released like right. a lot of their albums and bests ofs and shit like that as well when Anthrax went on hold and he kind of kickstarted Armored Saint back in again. And then he gets torfed out of Anthrax because they want Joey Belladonna back. They were going to do like a Persistence of Time reunion tour. And then everybody, the world was divided in half as he had Joey Belladonna. Or you, It'd be Bush. very hard to not have someone in your band whose name was Joey Belladonna. And I don't even know he was, but I know enough about him. Yeah. But that, that's Belladonna. That name. And Belladonna and Michael the Archangel. <laughs> that's start that band. Belladonna, the Archangel. Yeah, yeah. There we Be- go. Belladonna and the Archangels. Fucking, what a band. Who's better, Capadonna or Belladonna? Capadonna, eh, Jesus. I don't actually particularly like Belladonna. I don't, I'm not mad on his Antrax stuff. I don't like you're that. Not, you're not mad about Capadonna either? Capadonna's probably the worst member of the Wu-Tang yeah. Clan. He's also a prick. So, I don't know, maybe there's something in the Donna's, there's something in the air, you know? Not Donna Summer. No, Donna That's, Summer, pretty cool. Donna Summer's pretty cool. And she's a mad looking face that I'm into. Madonna, Madonna's fantastic as well. Pretty good as well. Maybe, well, we're, we're even in the score Okay, on, only women Donna's are good. Pretty much. That's the way it works. It has to mm. be. It has to be. Anyway, that's uh, Armored Saint with ended the attention span off the album uh, Punching the Sky, I believe, which came out... <laughs> Punching when, the Sky. Yeah, it's called Punching the Sky. It came, <laughs> yeah. came out October 23rd. So recent enough as well. Apparently, yeah. they're releasing a documentary that shows the entire history of the band. It's supposed to come out this year. I'd, I'd watch that. Do you know yeah, what? That, that song is good. That's a quite... I yeah. like a riff, man. I like a riff. Oh, big fan of a riff, especially when it goes into big wow wow solo. Give me that all big day fan. long. Big fan yeah. of the wow wow pedal. Big fan of solos. Big fan of riffs. Big fan of John Bush, fucking one of the greatest <laughs> vocalists of all time. There's a savage photo online. It's absolutely incredible. Of about six years ago, Joey Belladonna... I'm sorry, Joey Belladonna. It's on the head now. John Bush done a gig... 
right? John Bush done a gig in the Voodoo Lounge and it was sold out. It was like a thousand people stuffed into the fucking Voodoo Lounge, right? To go and see him. And something went wrong in the middle of the gig where his in-ear monitor fell inside his ear, right? Like it, it fell into his fucking brain. How does that even happen? Having a clue, it fell into it must his brain. Be the, it must have just been the the, the foam part. Something disintegrated. Yeah, something disintegrated, and fuck, it literally fell into his brain. And he said it on the stage. It goes, I don't know, I'll be complaining anymore. This thing is stuck in me brain, and it's screaming, yeah. it's screaming at me. And a fella you know that he... me and you know, a fella me and you know, ran out, ran up the road to the spar, and bought a tweezers out of spar, ran back and jumped on stage. And there's photos and video of him prying the in-ear monitor out of John Bush's ear canal, <laughs> so he could finish the gig. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you expect in Ireland. Just dedication to the air. Like half the cunts that are in the crowd are up there, like shining torchlights and like phones <laughs> in John Bush's ear. So our mate can get the tweezers out and pull this thing out of his fucking ear. Absolutely. I'd, I'd be down the back going, when is he going to play the Transformers song? Yeah. That's not that's not John Bush, Paul. That's Stan Bush. <laughs> like, oh, all right. What's happening in anyway, a man's ear? Oh, exactly. Just, you know, something going you know on. what? I will say this. In-ear stuff, if you order cheap in-ear protectors, the, the phone part, your sweat can disintegrate them. Yeah, Jeez. that's happened to me before uh, with those in-air ones. So please but buy ones. good quality yeah, get ones. Get the moulded ones. Get the proper ones. Yeah. The proper I don't know if you can afford them, yeah. But, but nobody, even the, yeah, do, do. The shitty phone ones aren't worth the bollocks, to be fair. No, no, no. You can't you hear get it. Two, two gigs out of the max and they and fall they, to show you. Yeah, Evans, yeah, dirt. Anyway, that was Armored Saints on the uh, inner ear canal story. Um, yeah. Who was your next one? Your last one? My last one is um, another Irish artist. Okay. They are Pillow Queens. I think I mentioned them in my best of 2019. You did. Um, they had the song Rats. Yeah. Well, they have an album now, and the album is really, really good. It's called, just really... Called Rats. Rats. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's called In Waiting, and the whole thing is, look, from start to finish, like, I said, did a like like they did. Like, start to finish. Really, really good. It even finishes with a song called Donna Maid. Now, I don't think there's many songs called Donna Maid, except maybe the, a song maybe from whenever Donna Maid was invented. I lived in the, Donna Maid for a year. It's a barren place. It's, just, it's, 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 a, it's a special place. There's a, there's a, right, if you're going into Donna that Maid shopping from town, terrifying. Yeah, it's absolutely horrific. <laughs> um, they used to have, that shopping centre used to have an entire wall dedicated to nuts. It's just like peanuts, walnuts. It was mad weird because it's not a big one. A and it just like in the Tesco, they just had this big like because it's not a big Tesco, but a big section of that Tesco was dedicated to just nuts. It was mad weird. There must have been someone just buying nuts all the time to like go where the money is. Make I was a wall. In it, I was in it a few times. My mate uh, lived out there. We used to go play Halo all the time. Mm. He, he listens to this actually. So there was a wrestling shop in there as well, I believe. There was wrestling figures yeah. and toys. Yeah, yeah, mad kip. Yeah. I know, Donamid, sorry, like I love, I loads of my mates from Donamid, mm. but they'll admit it's a mad kip. It's and maybe the song, I didn't listen to the last song actually. Uh, I only listened to it about, you know, when you get a new album, I only listened to this album, but like seven songs in, I still mm. love it. But we'll go and listen to it. I never did hate Donamid, I can't remember what way it goes though. But um, this is a song called Handsome Wife, and it's brilliant. A lot of songs, they're an all girl band, a lot of songs yeah. are about uh, gay relationships and stuff like that. But um, Hating fellas. No, actually, no. Guarantee it's about hating fellas. At no. least one song's about hating fellas. Don't think so. I really don't think that's the angle at all. Mm, good. No. Good. Because <laughs> you're a fella. Because I'm a fella and I don't want to be hated on. Yeah, that's fair enough. Isn't yeah, it? that's fair enough. Just yeah, protecting you have to exist like, as well. Yeah. You have to exist. We're half. We're here. Half. You're, you're lately, half. You're, you're very like... I'm woke as fuck recently, man. 
That's because I haven't been outside getting unwoke by the world. I talk to you about this. The more you sit in and look at the internet, you're like, oh shit, man, the world is horrible. Hardable. That's why I got the Wicklow next week. I had, I had enough of this, this well, civilization. Look, let's go back to just music. I don't have a huge amount to say about Pillow Queens. I mentioned the last time in the podcast, I just like their music. They, um, I like their name a lot. It's a great name. Yeah. It's a great name. And I listened to them, a few interviews with them and stuff like that, and a few live performances. They seem extremely, extremely down to earth. But the main thing is that they are super, super talented at writing this kind of music. Mm. And every now and then, I just need an album like this. It's like what people tell me Weezer sound like, but I don't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just yeah, really yeah. easy. Listen to pop indie rock. I'm like, is it though? And I listen to it and go, that's garbage. But then I hear this, or I hear something like, I don't know, there's loads of indie, like just, I just like these albums. Mm. They're not doing that and mind blown. But, but they're doing it well. But to, to, to write an album yeah. this well is sort of in it, itself. That's really, absolutely it. That's a big fucking deal. With the amount of shite big, that comes out yeah, to stand absolutely. out, like it's a big deal. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. There's not one song on this that I go, no, I'm not listening to that. Listen, to, put it this way, right? Like You've got the screen in front of you, right? You've got the screen in front of you. You're talking about Pillow, Pillow Queens, an Irish local band, right? They're doing decent business. People listen to them. They're playing gigs. People are going to their gigs and all that. But they're alongside Deftones, Eminem, Eve's Tumor, Viagra Boys, fucking Denise Chiala, Run the Jewel, St. John, your man, remixing them, Armored Saint, and the next one that's coming up. Like To be held in regard as one of the yeah. best fucking like, acts of the year. And, and that's the blow my own heart. I am brilliant. <laughs> and my ears are my ears are not what they used to be. But when it comes to music, they're phenomenal. And my brain, the way my ears and brain work together, it's like fucking Siegfried and Roy, man. I swear to God. With my ears wait, go, loads my, of tigers. My ears go, well, I'm, I'm sending you some info now, brain. Yeah. I need you to deal with this. And the brain goes, Whopper 10 out of 10. Exactly. And yeah. it, it, never, it never says that. Very rarely. Yeah. It's, it's, so all I'll say is, I know. I'm very good. <laughs> Listen, stick on Philo Queens there. And right. just trust me, trust me on this one.
Very good. You'd have to go out of your way, it's not like that. Yeah, it would. You'd have to be just a miserable cunt to just say <laughs> to that that's really... not good music. Like, like uh, the only, blatantly is. The only thing I can say about it is sometimes I feel like there's a a little war with the accent. Oh, yeah, that's... that's just rem- that, that's remember dub- Dublin. Dublin. That's du- but to remember... To, like, I know what it's like to, to remember to, to pull it back, but then to forget... Like, there's some words... That should sound the same if you're doing that accent, but at the same time, it's still so much better than hamming the fuck out of it like some of the Irish bands. Uh, yeah, you, you, you definitely have to go out of your way to make it sound Dublin. The natural singing voice of anybody is not with that accent. So, yeah. um, you'll hear it with, with like kind of normal bog standard dubs when they sing, they might pronounce a word slightly yeah. off, and you'll, you'll go. Oh, Okay, and I think I think this is singing like the way you've heard songs all your life, but letting some of the Dublin come through. So I don't think there's an effort being no, made here, which is no. good. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's a little just bit being made a feature. It's of, just I think. it's just slightly naturally conflicted, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah. But we've heard bands that are oh. saying words in Dublin accents that don't even exist. What was I, I was watching? I was watching. I was watching um, Utopia, the American version of Utopia. Yeah. And uh, there's a bit where like a gang of people get in a car and they burn off down the road. And out of nowhere, all you hear is Dublin in the rain is mine. And I'm like, fuck, I had to fast forward it. It's like, no, not today. There's only one really, really good song on that. I nearly put it on, to be honest with you. But mm. there's no point in us pretending that we haven't like had a pop at certain bands about that. And there's nothing even against that band. It's just the, it's the feel of, of how big they made it. Do you know what, man? Like, listen to that Pillow Queen's album in waiting and tell me that that's not better. Yeah. Fucking hero's death. It's, it's, it is better. Yeah, it's not, that's not a good album. It's not even subjective anymore. I yeah. don't give a fuck. It's this album kicks album. kicks from the start and finishes off with a song about Donna Maid, fuck's sake, which I can't, exactly. can't remember that song. But, <laughs> uh, but we know what the amount of money that's been put behind some Irish bands. Yeah. We know um, that that accent is being, I'm sorry, just absolutely, because we know, we've been living in Dublin long enough, we know every type of accent from, oh yeah, from yeah. Bray, which is not really even, no. it's, not even it's not even Dublin, but they have these, this low, weird, yeah. yeah, down up to like swords and stuff like that, and yeah. then across to like, whatever, no, man. You Tala even, a, it's like, barely yeah. Dublin. Like. All, all, but Tala and, and Tala have a, have a, you can hear some twangs of, oh, yeah. they say they say nurse instead of nurse. You know, yeah. you ever get that? Oh, nurse. yeah. And that's yeah, cool. Nurse, nurse. Yeah. Nurse. Yeah, which is kind of yeah, a cavern thing. And then you get like Blanche, which is Norse. Yeah, Norse. You yeah. hear words coming out, but there's yeah. certain Irish bands uh, that we know of that, like, you're, you're thinking, where was that word from? Yeah, That's a made up yeah. accent. That's yeah. hammed up so hard that you've created a new. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, look, we've, so, we've, we've done it. I'm not going to. I can't. No, I'll, I'll end up just down an hour yeah. on it. So, my point was sometimes you hear this confliction in, in, in Pillow Queen stuff, but it's actually quite charming and it's actually yes. quite nice. And uh, all the songs are. I feel like you, they feel, you feel like you've heard them before, but that's just because they're quality. I think the quality, yeah, is, crafted. Makes yeah. You think that that's a really nice crafted pop song. Yeah, mm. so that's my last one anyway for the best of twenty twenty. They're the only band that made it. I think from no Eve Humor and Pillow Queens were there my last 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 year as well. I think so. Yeah. No. I oh, sorry, so. they weren't. No, that's it. That's was Eve Humor not in the last year? No, he, no, because uh, their album was. 2018 they're in a different podcast maybe, maybe it was a different podcast about yeah. just good, good stuff we missed or something fair yeah. fucks pillow queens two in a row yeah two in go a on. row go on anyway who's your last right. one my last one is uh, Public Enemy 
Apparently this album's very good. It's very good. Uh, is it? Al- yeah, the album is called What Are You Gonna Do When The Grid Goes Down? That's the name of the album. And uh, it's... When the grid goes down, down, you better be... Oh my God, Cypress Hill are on this Yeah, song. they're on this song. Yeah, this song's called Grid. And uh, Cypress Hill are on this song along with George Clinton. And this album is surprisingly good because I haven't been mad into the last couple of things that anybody in public enemy done. I, I hated that Prophets of Rage band. Garbage. Um, yeah, they're just, had... but they're, they're just like, do you know what they are? They're a band that are a live band for festivals. Yeah, you catch if there's, if there's nothing else to watch yeah. at that exact time. Yeah. But yeah, you wouldn't go out and actually listen to them on record. Yeah. It's no. just not for, it's not for me. Not for me. Um, like, I'm, I'm looking through here. There's, there's an awful lot of live albums, compilation stuff, and remixes, and you've got what's the last true album last true album maybe 2007 maybe like i don't think that was good then 2006 rebirth of a nation yeah that's a, that's a live album i just just maybe three public enemy albums that are untouchable from the way back when and they fell into this horrible i think once that mtv cribs came out with flavor flav and flavor flav to be honest with you he's actually a producer on this album along with like 11 other though? people i i doubt it is um, he though? Yeah, I know. I know that Chuck D is like the executive producer. His his word goes like that's it. You know, he says jump. Everybody says fucking hell hoy, but they have Flavor Flav down as a producer on this. And Flavor Flav, to be honest with you, Flavor Flav has always come across as essentially useless to me. Um, and in saying that, yeah, nine one one is a joke. Is a great song. I am even, even when uh, Duran Duran covered it. Yeah, exactly. Like the stuff he's done where it's just him, like he can rap. He's just not doing it all that often. It's just unusual. Um I'm actually looking at their Spotify. Public enemy only have a million and a half listens a month, which is very low for like a legendary hip hop band. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected that to be fucking four or five times more than that. Anyway, this song great is interesting. It's interesting. The album itself is it's 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 their first Def Jam album in like 25 years so I went back to Jeff, Def Jam to put it out That's right, uh, yeah. came out on the 25th of September uh, 11 producers involved which is not bad um, there's loads of guests on this a hip hop uh, album it's kind of standard yeah across, exactly really. um, loads of guests on this who's on here uh, George Clinton Cypress Hill obviously Ice T Mike D Nas Questlove Run DMC your mates Jesus um, I might have to give I might have to give this a listen yeah the list goes on and on as the on every, every few years someone goes did you hear the new Public Enemy album and I go no because no. in a few days you're going to be telling me it's actually shy yeah exactly what's the um, point but th- this is well worth a listen. I'll throw, throw this on. This is interesting. This is great. What y'all gonna do? Uncle Jam Tomlinson, public enemy Cypress Hill. Let's do this. Oh, shit. No more grid. We all addicted. Men, women, and kids. No internet, no text, and no sweets. We look like the 80s with things in the streets. Oh, snap. No apps, just maybe perhaps. No grid is what we need for new human contact. Not even your own server can save you. We all caught up in the web. It's so true. No GPS. What will you do? No emails or WhatsApps coming through. Now your phone is just a phone with a camera. No algorithms to manage us. All your posts on IG lost in the cloud with all your information. Listen real close to what I'm saying. Folks might have to pick up a book, pick up a pen. Hey, back to basics again. Digital mental health clinics worse than a pandemic. More police brutality, but no post on who filmed it. Oh shit. The grid is gone. Universal mind blown. Come on. What you gonna do when the grid goes down? What you gonna do when the 
Are you awake now? Consumed by a fake clown, worldwide web. Keep the spiders fed. Looking at my feed, trolls everywhere, but knowledge supersedes. At your fingertips, clicking on the keys to the locks. Pandora's box, open up. Now you're on the clock. I have to turn that down because I have trouble listening to Be Real in 2020. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I love Cypress Hill and uh, the first maybe four or five albums. I'm a big fan of. They sound older. He just oh, I can't. Yeah, I just can't. They all sound fucking old. They're giving out about phones, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, it's um, just a lot of That baseline is insanely good. Yeah, it's a great song. The album is very, very good. It's it's definitely much the same as Eminem's kind of a return to uh, return to kind of stand up music for them. I mean, you've yeah. got you've got um done a redo of Fight the Power that had everybody in it, which is like mid first lockdown. If you remember, that was a big deal. They read on Fight the Power. They got they must have got fucking thirty different rappers to just record their verses, their own verses on their phones and record them doing it and they just mashed it together into a video and released it online. It was fucking great. Um, yeah. I think it was a tiny bit faster. Production was a little bit better. Actually, uh, even fucking Flavor of Life sounds like he's reasonable. Mm. Sounds like he's yeah. up to something on that. Like, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think he's clean now as well. So, And uh, that's I had to do that. I had to do Public Enemy Radio for a while because he wasn't allowed to leave America because he has a lot of he has a lot of charges on him. So he can't get a he can't get a visas for anywhere outside of America. So they won't call a public enemy without him. Yeah, so they call the public fair. enemy radio. But then I think if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. When this album came out, they sacked Flavor Flav. I don't think he's in public enemy enemy anymore. Right, because I'm not being a country. He just like you said, I don't really like him. To be honest, he's not doesn't seem to be a pleasant person. No, and I don't think he's talented or pleasant. So I know that he is, he was there at the start and he's part of a huge part of it. But yeah. I mean, uh, I don't care. It's flavor, flavor. He's also Snoop Dogg's cousin. Uh, oh my God. How many cousins of Snoop Dogg? That's yeah, man, he is related to everybody. Booty. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. The list is endless. Like you could absolutely do the fucking was it seven degrees of Kevin Bacon with Snoop Dogg and hit the Pope. Really cool. Like, no problem. His family were fucking like that's all they were doing all over America, just shooting loads. Anyone that walked by fucking have a Snoop Dogg fucking relative. <laughs> like that's what was happening. Um, anyway, folks, that's it. That's twenty twenty yeah. bangers again. Not the most uh, exclusive list in the world, but it's a solid right. list. Yeah, I think it's an unexpected list for us. But you know what? I think both of us went with our first choices in our heads. And that's probably not probably a bad idea. Way it. Yeah. yeah, it is, yeah. Um, yeah, so how was your 2020 musically? Well, was all right as well. Did all right. You did all right. I will yeah. say this, though. I probably shouldn't. probably shouldn't say this. Mm-hmm. Actually. Should, though. Um, I'm going to. When both of us released stuff, right, mm. there were certain people who didn't even sniff at it. Oh no! People who I, both of us were surprised by. Oh yeah, like yeah. In, in our lives, oh, yeah. we did stuff for them. Yeah, like a lot for them. And yeah. I wouldn't mind, but me and you posted our stuff two or three. It's not missed. It wasn't missed mm. unless we're hidden by all, by all accounts. By that's every fine. social media platform in the world. Yeah, so that's fine as well. But it's just <laughs> noticeable that me and you never really do anything big ever. Yeah, but we do share out a lot of shit constantly. It was noticeable to me. It was actually noticeable with so many people I hadn't talked to in ages coming on going, holy shit, man, that's fucking dead. I'm like, holy crap. Like, Remember I think, you. I think, <laughs> I, broke, I think I broke Facebook's algorithm on my own profile. 
yeah, to good. break through to, but it was, there was notable people. This sounds really childish, but it, it's not. It's, I think everyone feels the same about this during the lockdown. There's people, forget about music for a minute, but then it's just something that happened in your life. Like a big thing, you got a fucking job or yeah, you got married, you had a baby or something. There's people just out there going, don't care. Don't care. Yeah, again, kind of fair to a certain degree. The way the way I look at it is that no, it uh, is. Aside, aside from this podcast, me and you have been in the doing stuff in the Irish music music scene for twenty bleeding years, right? Yeah, and we know an awful lot of people that are doing well now, or done well in the past, or whatever, and we put out music for the sake of keeping ourselves entertained and absolutely. Fucking, whatever and uh plenty of people that we've been sharing so far or maybe sent messages to or sh- shared out multiple platforms or hit a fucking like on youtube hit a like on yeah, spotify and to, a, and to a list on fucking on 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 lost art or whatever the fuck it is and you, you get nothing you get nothing back not um, a thing yeah. like, this is a big life event for both of us i'm not being yeah. in a weird conflict me and you don't have kids we don't have jobs that we're in there and we don't do big, big, huge things. So yeah. we do the one thing. I just happen to notice that. And honestly, it's not a, well, fuck them. It's just a, wow, that's mad. It makes you think that I'm like, am I a fucking idiot for like on, on these fuckers' profiles all the time and sharing out their stuff? Am I a fucking idiot? Like, you know what? It's their loss. You know, it's not. Do you know what? There's no way of me bringing this up without sounding like a fucking bitter. I know, it's too. hard not to sound bitter. But, you know, at the same time, I'm going to keep so, sharing people's shit out that I like. And I, yeah. fingers crossed, if if they fucking hear something that me or you or even the podcast or whatever, any little project that me and No, I just, I just had to bring it up that I was surprised by some people that just didn't give a fuck when yeah. something big, big exactly. happened to you. Yeah. But then again, that's, you know what I mean? I'm not going to hold anyone really to, to, to that kind of standard during, during all the shit that's going on. But yeah. I see them posting a billion fucking memes there. I'm like, holy shit, hang on, man. Did you? No, you're on the internet. Forget it. Forget it. Doesn't <laughs> even more thinking about it. Exactly. Really. Just, I found it really interesting. And I'm sure I'm sure loads of people <laughs> listening right now are thinking the same. Something big happened to them. And loads of people who they thought they spotted all the time just didn't even get yeah, didn't give a bollocks. Yeah. So just take them, pretend it's nothing about music, pretend it's even your own thing. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of my mates got jobs during this. Like they, mm. they had to, we know so many people in the music industry that had to change careers. Oh, they yeah. got new jobs and they posted up. And no matter what it was, there was people giving them super support, going, yep. fucking fair play to you. The news comes just going, nothing. Yeah. Not a people yet. Yeah, anyway, to them. fuck them. Um, fuck them slash have a good life. Uh, big love, big love, big love, big love. Um, he would have he would have shared our video if he looked. If he big love to everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, right, that's it, folks. We're back next week with a podcast. Back in where we got to with a live show. We figure all this out. Um, things are changing for the two of us. You're you're doing a bit of, a, bit, a bit of work. And, yeah, I got a uh, job. Like I said, that's that's I haven't announced this. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, exactly. That's not it. You haven't even said that. Yeah, you're doing a bit of work. Um, it's, it's might mad be hours, so it's all work. over the yeah, Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, we're trying yeah. to figure this out. Uh, we're trying to figure this out, but we'll, we'll keep throwing something at you. Uh, if you like supporting us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash lost our podcast. That's a subscription based model. That's five euros a month. Get you access to loads of cool videos and exclusive podcasts and all sorts of malarkey. If that's not your bag, you don't want to pay something every month, you want to just throw a few quid at us, you got to forward slash 
slash Lost Air Podcast. The links are there in the podcast feed or they're there on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Lost Air Podcast or they're on lostairpodcast.com. I only remembered about the fact that we even have a website because I had to pay them yesterday. Um, even though it's connected to everything. It has all our links on it. I forgot all about it. I, for- I always forget. And about by the way, thanks to the people who um, are on Patreon and also are the force to share like yeah. you're literally doing double the work. Yeah. And it's, and, ask. and it's not even that much work, is it? It's so, not even that much work. So there's people, honestly, actually, if I'm being perfectly honest, all the people that share the stuff are the ones on Patreon as well. So oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like whatever about people that don't, I'm not, I've already shit on a lot of people there. So I will just say thank you so much to people on Patreon. Continue uh, digging you know the hole. <laughs> maybe we will just move on to Patreon just for those cool focus. Honestly, it's people that tune in to the radio show every Saturday on Patreon and share like what yeah. the fuck? That's that's tr- that's a triple fucking yeah. it's super helping. And I know some of them are paying for Kofi as well. And oh, yeah. I absolutely love that you do that. I just and this, this is a big show. We know exactly who you are as well. So it's not just going, I don't know or care who it is. So we really appreciate it. So thank you. Yes, are all geo a wank once the pubs are back up. Big, big wank. Big wank. Um right big back love. next week. Big love for big wank. We'll be back uh, next week with another show. Uh I don't know what we're talking about, something killed, probably another end of the year wrap up thing or something that's what you're going to get Elvis from the, it's Christmas lads you're going to get real quick ones but you know the quick ones are generally more fun in any way these are good yeah yeah exactly I love it it's all I'm capable of um, these days right I'm gone go on uh, thanks very much folks see you next week